0: From the Allen Samuels Dodge Chrysler Jeep Ram Studios. This is KRZI Waco, K222DC Waco, K265DV Temple, ESPN Central Texas.
1: It's about to go down in a minute. Let me touch down. I'm gonna
0: get it. Cause I, 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 been waiting all night. It's gang time. It's game time on ESPN Central Texas, presented by Alan Samuels, Dodge Chrysler, Jeep Ram Fiat. Now from the Allen Samuels studios, here's Tom Barfield, Ward Weiss, and Ryan Fox. And good morning. Welcome
1: to Friday TGIF. To you and yours, from we and ours. We're glad you're with us as we get ready to kick off a brand new day. And talk sports with you live and local, just the way you like it. It is your first word in sports here. On a Friday morning. Let's go around the horn and check in. Good morning, Ward Weitz. How are you? Outstanding. Ryan, how you doing this morning? Doing well. How are you, Tom? I'm good. You a little tired? Uh, just a tad. I'm good, though. You, uh, I'm, I'm good. Ready to go? You know what today is, Ward? Game day. It is game day. That's right. Uh, we've got a lot of high school football for you coming up tonight on our family of radio stations. Had a game last night over at uh, WISD Stadium, Waco ISD Stadium, and uh, West eliminated Maheya. Round one, so on to round two and a, uh, a, a second round matchup for uh, Coach Woodard's team. We'll get into all of that coming up a little later on to the program. We'll kind of talk about some of the scores from uh, last night. There were a lot of games last night, and uh, we'll, we'll get into that. How will the weather affect high school football tonight? Depending on where you are in the state, I think, uh, in, in some areas, you may dodge The rain, the rain will happen today, and the game tonight will be okay, I think. I mean, I was just kind of looking at the hour-by-hour in some places. In others, not so much. It's going to be raining. If you're headed over to East Texas, Mark Panthers, uh, uh, you're you're headed into rain, it looks like. I was just checking the weather forecast over there. Anyway, so we'll get into that. Uh, Baylor basketball, we've got uh, high school football, uh, we've got, uh, NFL football. We got the bears and Kansas state tomorrow. A lot of big 12 football. There's just a lot to get to today. But the first thing I want to get to is veterans day. Thank you to our veterans. Thank you for your service. Thank you for your commitment. Thank you for your dedication. And just thank you. Thank you to our veterans, uh, for, for everything you have done for this great country of ours. We, we certainly do appreciate you. We clearly don't tell you enough. We clearly don't show you enough. But we truly do appreciate what you have done for this great country of ours. We can, we, it's, like, it's like brothers, Ward. I mean, we can argue among ourselves, and, but don't, don't, don't come pick on us because we're going to rally and we're going to take care of each other. And that's, that's what our veterans have done for us over, over the many, many years, and we do appreciate them. Absolutely. Absolutely. If it wasn't for them, we wouldn't be here. No, we don't get. To, we wouldn't get to talk about who's a top ten quarterback. And you know, I heard that argument this morning, and I started giggling. I mean, you know, they the, the morning show, Keyshawn, Jay Will, and Max, they were having a big debate slash knock drag out about Dak Prescott is he or is he not a top ten quarterback in the NFL? And I, I just got to thinking, you don't get to have that argument without our great veterans, you know. Uh, at the end of the day, this is just sports and you know, what they've done is just, uh, it's just unbelievable. And you know, it, it almost seems ridiculous that we salute them one day a year, but that's, that's what we do. And again, we say thank you for, uh, for everything you've done for us and, uh, and everything that our current military will continue to do for us. And I, everybody either has a family member, a friend. Or has or themselves has served men and women in in our great military, and you know whether it's and so you've you've got somebody to thank, do it today, pick up the phone, call them just tell them thanks, appreciate it. and you know what it it wouldn't hurt to to thank our current guys and gals that are serving. We've got them all over the all over the world in service of this great country at this very minute, so uh, it would be uh, it'd be nice if you if you know somebody just pick up the phone call and say hey thanks appreciate what you do uh, it uh, it'd be it be, it would be well appreciated I would think all right uh, seven oh five as we welcome you into the uh, the program and uh, we are presented by Alan Samuels Dodge Chrysler Jeep Ram Fiat your friend of the car business from the Alan Samuels Studio right now no rain in uh, in the area that I can you know that I can tell but uh, it's coming according to uh, according to the Ward white's color weather radar it will uh it will it'll be here and it looks like there's some red in there. Give me some of that red and 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 hang on tight i guess so we'll see did you uh did you go to a game last night i did not you were busy working on boards hmm i'm sure did you go you yeah you were <laughs> you were at the west game you did the west game on uh on shooter how was it being in the in the other chair different it was a little different, but it was
2: fun doing my first game with Lark. Uh, I think we worked with each other pretty
1: well. I, I It was fun. I had a great time. Well, then you had a bad day. If you worked well with Lark. No, I'm kidding. <laughs> I'm just kidding. Uh, I, I tell you where I was. I was at the uh, the Axto Rosebud Lot game. Uh, a buddy of mine's grandson plays on the team, and I said, sure. I'll come out there and hang out. I was going to spend you a know, quarter, two quarters, whatever, and then go get a Good night's sleep since we've got a long day today. But the Dern game was so good, you couldn't leave. I I stayed to the last whistle because it was such an exciting game. Axel scoring in the, uh, well, with about four and a half minutes ago. I think it was about a 33, 35-yard pass, something like that. And earlier in the game, uh, the Cougars had missed an extra point. And, boy, that came back to haunt them as Axtell converted their four extra points and wins 28-27. Then Rosebud Lott had the, game, had the ball at the end of the game, throwing to try to get into position, but they just couldn't do it. Just couldn't do it. So, tremendous game. Uh, both teams played incredibly hard. It's fun to watch. It's fun to watch. So, uh, Axtell and uh, Craig Horn. And I was, you know, stop and think about Craig Horn. Uh, everywhere he's been, they won football games. Everywhere he's been in, in, in Texas – they they've uh they won football games and Axtell had uh, had been kind of down and they're not now. I mean that was a, that was a good win for them, by district win for them. So they're on to round two as well. So there you go. All right, uh, let's see what do we got as far as basketball from last night right here on ESPN Central Texas. It was the uh, Baylor women moving to two and zero with a seventy 71- one. The 42 victory over Incarnate Word—that's uh, that's good stuff there for for the Baylor women. They've got SMU coming into town, I believe, on Tuesday night, or are they on the road? I can't remember, but they got SMU on Tuesday night. So uh, there you go. Baylor men are in action tonight at the uh, at the Ferro. Norfolk is coming in. That's a I think that's a. Uh, a rematch of a of an NCAA game from uh, a year ago, the opening round last yeah. last year, yes. So Baylor at one and will would take on Norfolk State, who is at two and and0 So that'll be a uh, that'll be tonight, right here on ESPN Central Texas, six thirty for the pregame show, and seven o'clock for the tip off of the basketball game. So keep that in mind. All right, uh, let's see. On our uh, family of radio stations, we'll just go ahead and throw it out for you. We have on uh, Cool 101.3 University and Austin McCallum. As we mentioned here on ESPN Central Texas, we will have Baylor Basketball against Norfolk State. Uh, On Star 104.9, we will have Crawford and Kearns. And uh, down the hall on Fox, we'll have Temple and Waxahachie. And on Kicker, we will have Mart and Lyndon Kildare. So there you go. We've got a full slate of games for you uh, tonight right here on ESPN Central Texas. And I believe, are they all 6.30 pre-games, 7 o'clock kicks? Uh, No. No, yours is not. Yours is a 7.30 kick. mm -hmm.
2: University's is as well.
1: Oh, okay. Maybe mine is the only 6.30 (laughs) pre-game 7 o'clock kick. We'll have to check on Crawford. But uh, check your local listings, as we say, and but uh, we'll have the we'll have all those broadcasts right here on ESPN Central Texas it's hard to keep up with it all <laughs> One, putting it all together was hard, <laughs> and number two, keeping up with it is uh, is hard as well. So there you go. All right, uh, 7.09, this is game time here on ESPN Central Texas. On the program today, Ricky Thompson will preview the Baylor-Kansas State game and also look ahead to what's going on in the Big 12. Greg Tepper's here at 8 o'clock this morning to uh, talk high school football statewide with us. And at 8.30, we'll get a preview of the Cowboys and the Packers with Kyle Yeoman. So we've got a full slate of sports talk for you here on this Friday. Friday morning. Uh, as we roll through on this Veterans Day. This is Game Time on ESPN Central Texas, your flagship station for Baylor Athletics. Recently on Game Time, we say good morning to Josh Neighbors.
3: Uh, yeah, let's just say Georgia's 12-1 and one, and Alabama's 12-1 and one, and Clemson's perfect and Ohio State's perfect. Is PC getting in over Alabama or, or one-loss Georgia? They're setting the standard right now that they're saying, well, you know, because you've played some close games and, and we like the logos, there's a lot of football left to play. But there's definitely a world like See an unseated Power Five team being kept out. Yeah, 100. I can see it.
0: Game time, weekdays at 7 a.m. on ESPN Central Texas.
6: Attention farmers and ranchers. You want that person-to-person service with someone you know and trust to get your animal supplies to you and take the worry out cost-effectively. That's where Agritech Animal Health with Chad Spitzer and his staff are all about. People you know and trust with over 100 years of combined experience in the animal health industry. From the heart of Texas to the Red River, they are there to service you with that personal feel and products you know and trust. Stop by and see Ashley at their market location or give them a call to set you up and keep your animals in the game at 254-883-5500. It's Agritech Animal Health. The next time you need new tires for your vehicle or any type of trailer, remember 185 Tire and Service. They sell brands of tires including Toyo, and they have tires for your biggest trucks as well. Their air is always free, but if it keeps leaking, they can fix it. Owner Craig Davidson is an 82nd Airborne Veteran and a 1983 Crawford Graduate. General Manager Casey Bennett is a 2008 Crawford Graduate. 185 Tire and Service. You can find them at the crossroads of Highway 6 and 185 across from 711. 254-848-8473. Open Monday through Friday 8-5. Nobody covers football in Central Texas
0: like ESPN Central Texas.
4: Heart of Texas Shooting Center, Waco's premier indoor firing range is open. The state-of-the-art indoor firing range is climate-controlled and open to the public seven days a week. Bring your own firearm or rent one on site. Experienced and knowledgeable instructors are on site to help you get the most out of your shooting experience. For more information, call 254-492-8300
7: or log on to hotshootingcenter.com. Located at 5040 South Loop 340 in Waco. Yes. Are you frustrated with rising cost of eating out?
6: Uncle Dan's Barbecue and Rib House comes to the rescue. Meat Eater Monday. One meat with two sides for only $8.95. This special with beef or ribs is $9.45. Tater Tuesday. Buy a Texas tater at regular price and get the second for half price. Pork Loin Wednesday. A pork loin plate for just $7.69. Try their new Porky Pig Tater with Sucking up Pulled Pork and save $3 off your order. Texas size value. Available every day from Waco's number one barbecue. Uncle Dan's Barbecue in Hewitt and in Waco. Early each morning,
8: as we turn on the lights and heat up the fryers, then prepare the food, the owners of Bush's Chicken are working for you. Our owners are husbands and wives, sisters, and brothers. We are family, and we take joy in our family, serving your family. Before you end your day, we hope you'll stop
0: by Bush's chicken, simply the best. Game time is brought to you by Big Boys Record Service in Robinson and good feet in the Central Texas Marketplace.
1: All right, 7.15, this is game time here on ESPN Central Texas. As we mentioned at the top of the show, it is a football Friday Uh, Ward, let's just kind of start with you. A couple of quick keys to uh, Temple and Waxahachie in your opinion.
6: I think Temple has to be able to run the football, find some way to be able to run the football tonight. Um, and, and be able to use the clock to their advantage, keep the Waxahachie offense off the field. It's going to be a tall task to be able to do that when they have the defense, they've got to have good eyes and good fits. They have got to be sound and keep them in front of them. They have a lot of speed, and you let that speed get behind you; it, it gets dangerous. And so, uh, defensively, uh, read your keys and and hit your fits, and and know that you've got to put them in uncomfortable situations and make them press a little bit, and you have a chance. When they're when Waxahachie is comfortable and they're rolling, they're very very good, and they and and that's where they like to live. A couple of quick keys for a university to uh, win their first playoff game
1: in a long long time.
2: Well, defensively, they got to be able to contain the athleticism of the McCallum team. Their quarterback is a dude, all man, two-way starter. He's very fast, very athletic, and they. Hang all- on, the
1: quarterback is a two-way starter,
2: and he's a starting in five-a football. He's a starting corner as well. He wow, last name is Houston. Uh, Danny Houston, yes, and he's a he's stud. A, but he's from Austin. Yeah, yeah. Houston from Austin. <laughs> okay, yeah. all right. So he, he's the. The starting quarterback there from McCallum, he's an athlete. He's very, very fast. If he gets in space, he's gone. So they got to contain him. They have a very good offensive line as well. And then on the offensive side of the ball, very similar to what Ward said for Temple, they got to establish a run game, dominate the line of scrimmage, jump on him early. Can't keep him in the game.
1: Anybody want to ask me what the keys to Mark? Yeah, what are your keys? Get there on time. <laughs> Get off the bus. Get there, <laughs> Get there on time. Get there on time. That's, that's, Don't be late. That's it's so
6: just, mean.
1: It is, but, I mean, come on. Is 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 there anything else? Stay healthy, stay dry. <laughs> I, yeah, I think
6: I think you go into that game and and your number one concern if you're the Mark Panthers is hey let's let's stay healthy, let's get some young guys some action, uh, and get back on the bus and get home safe. That's it. I mean, and and I no disrespect to anybody, but I think that's kind of your goal the
1: first couple of rounds anyway. Uh, they're that good. I mean, seriously, they're that good. Uh, and those are some of those issues when you have a one playing a four and a really, really, really good one uh, out of the district, which happens to be the number one team in the state as well, uh, playing a number four. So, yeah, I think it's it's just take care of your business and and get it done. Uh, and I find it ironic because uh, tonight is going to be a, a you know, it may be even a bumpy night weather-wise, but tomorrow for the Baylor-Kansas State game is going to be f- – Fabulous. I mean, the weather will be outstanding. And uh, it's, I guess it's, it's officially sold out now, thanks to Todd Behringer and his group. Uh, man, did they come through. And, How about that? Yeah. Not only did they give away tickets at the stadium, but they also gave away tickets, uh, I think, like to some of the school districts so they could take some of the kiddos and, and, uh, and some of the, um, the community organizations. It, it was really a cool thing. Ended up being a really cool deal, and uh, thanks to Todd and and uh, and for doing that, uh, I'm I'm, you know, just I've known Todd a long, long, long time, and uh, I, that doesn't surprise me. I'll just say that. Uh, some games from last night on the high school front, in uh, games that involve teams from here in Central Texas, uh, Shoemaker loses to Alito thirty-seven to nothing. Rodgers wins over Van Black twenty-two to nothing. Let me just say that for Charlie Roten, that's a good win. Uh, I, I felt like they had a good chance to win that football game, but I didn't know they'd shut them out, and they shut out Van Black, and that's a nice win for Charlie Roten and the Rodgers Eagles. Toller, a winner over White Wright, uh, Hamilton wins last night. Clifton's season ends with a loss to Tide Haven. This one was, you know, kind of a fifty-fifty toss-up. But Fall City, the team that actually beat Mart in the semifinals last year, defeats Bremond uh last night forty to thirty six. Whitney a big win over Teague, thirty eight to fifteen. Uh I mentioned Axel over Rosebud a lot. Thorndale's a winner. Uh Abbott wins over Milford. West blanks Mahia, twenty one to nothing. Did you I, I kind of thought West may be a little more productive offensively than twenty one, but uh you said they had a couple of red, red zone hiccups.
2: Yeah, they had three turnovers in the red zone. Yeah, that's a hiccup. And, yes. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, they they fumbled the ball a couple times and threw a pick. Um, just couldn't get out of their own way. But in the second half, they really picked it up and just built the lead from there.
1: Wichita Falls Hershey a winner over Hillsboro, forty-eight to fourteen. China Spring wins uh, over Fort Worth Western Hills, seventy-two to seven. Ouch! You think that that machine is rolling? I'd say it is. Uh, Blum over Aquila last night. Riesel a nice win over Kayuga. Uh they just went out and took care of business 28 to seven in that win. Brad Talbert, the uh China Spring boy. Boy, he he just he does just a heck of a job. His Holland Hornets beat Stockdale last night, 36-31. That's I can't tell you how 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 good a job he's done with that Holland program over the years. Just it's just they find ways to win games when before he got there they just didn't. I mean, they just didn't. And and now they do. And you you don't think coaching doesn't make a difference in what he's been able to do over there. And uh, so nice job, Brad Talbert. Holland, the win over Stockdale, 36-31. Conley over Giddings, 45-18. I'm telling you, I think Conley is going to make a heck of a run in these postseason playoffs. They're just sitting over there in Northcrest, just kind of quietly going about their business. But my goodness gracious, do they have weapons, Ward? I mean, they've got... They've just got a lot of weapons, and and uh, Terry's done a great job over there uh, over the last couple of years, and I, I think they're going to make a heck of a run. You know, stop and think about their couple of losses. Brownwood mm-hmm. and China Spring. Mm-hmm. Any 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 shame in those two losses? No, absolutely no. not. No, so they're now, I think, 9-2 and moving on to the second round, so good stuff. Any surprises in Central Texas or across the state from anybody?
6: No, not really, not really. I think everything went pretty much straight line. I thought some of the some of the scores were a little interesting, but for the
1: most part, I thought I'm, I'm with you. You know, uh, I, I really thought Bremont could could prevail over Fall City, but look, it was a forty thirty six football game, so clearly that thing could have gone either way. And I really, you know, no disrespect, but I thought Alito would 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 really get it rolling, and you know. Give Shoemaker some credit; they held him to 37, because that is a machine. Mm-hmm. <laughs> that is the bear catcher a machine, and, and it was a 37 to nothing football game. I don't know; just felt like that one might might get out of hand. Might get out of hand, yeah. Uh, but yeah, I, I, I'm with you guys. I think I think it kind of kind of went uh, kind of held serve and, and and got things done. So, uh, looking forward to finishing up by district tonight. And then we'll have our high school football scoreboard show tonight after the game with Aaron and with Lark. And I think we have that show one more week because games are going to start to thin out and you're going to see a lot more Thursday, Friday, even some Saturday games. You're going to start to see Saturday games as particularly the five A's and six A's will start moving to Saturday to kind of pair up with how things are done at AT AT&T Stadium Uh, I know that you'll see some of the 1As and 2As start start to kind of back up into the Thursday night stuff if they haven't already to try to pair up with what is going to happen at AT AT&T Stadium. Your 1As and and, uh, I think your 2A Division 1, or is it, no, it's 2A Division 2 this year will actually play on Wednesday. So you start to kind of, Back up your your schedule a little bit, so we'll see some of that happening. So there you go. All right, seven twenty three. This is game time here on ESPN Central Texas. Tom Ward, Ryan, we're glad you're with us. We're going to talk Baylor and in uh, Kansas State and take a look at that game a little bit more as they get ready for tomorrow. We'll uh, and uh, and we'll talk more about the game coming up next right here on ESPN Central Texas. Uh-huh
9: everyone, with today's Cowboys report, I'm Christy Scales. All pro Zach Martin is looking forward to this weekend's road trip to Lambeau Field. He tells you why right
7: after this.
10: Becky Hammond on being the first woman to coach in the NBA.
7: What if it's no big deal that I'm a woman? What if it's about striving for excellence and being the best me without the label?
10: It's not about where others say you should be. It's about where you want to go. It's about a financial services company that focuses on your measures of success. Whether it's for your home or business, we offer personalized service and expert advice to help you achieve your unique goals.
7: Visit SWBC.com for financial services without the labels. Cowboys All-Pro guard
9: Zach Martin has built a resume worthy of the Hall of Fame and has high regard for the history of the league, which is why he looks forward to this chance to play Sunday at Lambeau Field in Green Bay.
11: It's really cool, obviously, with all the history, and it's very cool. I mean, I would equate it to like almost like like going to Notre Dame to play at Notre Dame. You got you got all that uh, tradition and history, and so it is cool to see when you kind of drive through the neighborhood and see the big stadium kind of pop up, and so hopefully people get that out of the way, and then when they get on the field, they're locked in for the game.
9: The 6-2 Cowboys are favored by nearly a touchdown over the 3-6 and six Packers who've lost five straight but have their own future Hall of Famer and quarterback Aaron Rodgers who can never be counted out. Kickoff Sunday afternoon is 325 Central. With today's Cowboys report, I'm Christy Scales.
6: Cowboy Report, brought to you by Richard Carr, Buick GMC Cadillac. Cars and trunks are arriving weekly. Highway 6 at the Imperial Exit in Waco and at richardcar.com.
4: Hi, this is John Morris of ESPN Radio Central Texas. I'd like to invite you to join Matt Mosley and me Monday as we broadcast live from Richard Carr Buick GMC Cadillac. We'll help kick off the annual U.S. Marine Corps Toys for Tots campaign, and you can participate by dropping a new unwrapped toy in the bed of the 2023 GMC Sierra pickup on the showroom floor, and the Marines will distribute those toys throughout Central Texas. Please help us share the joy of Christmas to a child in need. Monday from 3 to 6 at Richard Carr Buick GMC Cadillac in Waco
12: make your trash disappear call your friends at frontier frontier waste solutions is a locally owned and operated waste management company we are texas-based and texas proud frontier waste offers roll-off dumpster rentals commercial waste disposal and residential garbage collection at frontier waste we will pick up your trash our equipment is well maintained and we have a great culture here where employees are taken care of too call me for your municipal commercial and construction dumpster quotes today sabrina with frontier 254-855-6683 or on our website frontier comment.
1: At Morrison's Gifts, they get it. It's just too early to think about gifts for the holidays, and suddenly you realize they're here and you just don't have the money for the gifts they really deserve. That's why Morrison's offers layaway. Spread those payments out and be a hero at the holidays. Choose from John Hart and Consuela bags, totes, and purses, jelly cat, plush animals, and over 70 other lines of gifts and gourmet items. That's Morrison's Gifts, a Baylor alumni-owned business at the corner of Waco Drive and Valley Mills
4: next to Jason's Deli.
0: Game time is brought to you by Alan Samuels Dodge Chrysler Jeep Ram, your friend in the car business. All
1: right, 730, welcome back into the program. This is game time. If you're on your way to work or to school this morning, drive carefully, be especially careful in and around our school zones. And remember, ah, today's the day. Wrap it up at the end of the day, and you got a weekend. You're staring a weekend. You're staring a football weekend. You got high school playoff tonight. You got the Cowboys coming up Sunday against the Green Bay Packers, and tomorrow you got Baylor and Big Twelve football. Lots of fun. So, uh, by the way, we begin at two o'clock with uh, game day live. At four o'clock, it's the uh, the tailgate show, and then at six, it is John, JJ, and Ricky. We got a night game, guys, and at uh, at McLean, and, and I know there's a grassroots effort for a blackout for uh, fans to wear black, and I think that'd be kind of cool to, uh, you know, just have a have a blackout at the stadium. I think what would be even more cool is if the Bears walk out of there at about ten o'clock tomorrow night, seven and three. Mm-hmm.
6: That would be the cool thing. Uh, this also team, be cool if they wore the black helmet, black jersey, black pants. No, it would. Yes, it would. No, no, no.
1: They got rid of that for a reason. No, no. They moved it on down the road. Better than the yellow. They well, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I will, let me. I will not argue that point. We were looking at the big poster in our office yesterday. You know, in our in our in our what would you call it? Our our uh, sports dungeon. Yeah, that's a good word for it. Our sports dungeon, and it's it's a poster of Robert Griffin. Right. He's wearing the gold helmet the green jersey and the gold pants. And I said that's about 95% complete. I would much rather have the gold helmet, the green jersey and the white pants. And then on the road, the gold helmet, the white jersey and the white pants. I think that would be clean. I like clean. You know, and I know that, you know, look, in today's world you you better have that green Alternate uniform, you better have that alternate uniform and you better have all, you know, because the Nikes and the Under Armors and the Adidas is of the world and Russells and all that, all those dudes, that's what they're doing. They're coming up with all these alternate uniforms, but man, oh man, the the traditional look of a college football team, could you imagine USC wearing anything but... They're not going to. No. <laughs> That's what I'm saying. <laughs> but I, I don't know. I, anyway. I, 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 and who knows what, what Baylor wears tomorrow. I don't care what they wear as long as they, they wear a 7-3 and three at the end of the day. That's what we're looking for around here. The Bears have won three in a row. And, fellas, they've won two in a row on the road. And I don't care if you're playing air when you go on the road and win, you've done something. Particularly in this league this year, it's uh, it's just a challenge. Every Saturday is a challenge in this league, but particularly uh, on the road. And you know, there was a narrative earlier in the year, and I disagreed with it. You know, Baylor struggles on the road. Well, did they really struggle on the road? They lost in double overtime at BYU, and they just flat out didn't play well well enough to win at West Virginia. I personally don't call that struggling on the road. And in between there, oh, by the way, they went to Ames, Iowa, and won a game. So, sorry. I I, I disagreed with the narrative then, and I disagree with it now. And now, after winning two in a row on the road, you can put that to bed, can't you? Bears have one more on the road uh, the day after Thanksgiving on a Friday in Austin. Don't know the game time for that one, by the way. Don't know the game time for next week. You want you want night game next week against TCU? You want an afternoon game? You want a morning game?
6: What do we want against TCU next week? I think it depends on what happens in Austin and what happens in Waco tomorrow. I mean, I Oh
1: yeah, I, I I agree with you. That's that's what it comes down to is is but what do we want? Uh, afternoon. I'm kind of a 2:30 guy too. I kind of like that window. I like to have that window for next Saturday. And uh you know, I know television dictates all that stuff, and and we'll we'll see. Hopefully, we'll know by the end of the the you know the end of the night tomorrow night whether what time the Bears will be playing next week against TCU. And I have no clue what will happen on on the uh, Friday after Thanksgiving Black Friday. That's when you're supposed to have your blackout. By the way, mm-hmm. no, I just made that up. Uh, I have no clue what what will happen as far as game time against Texas, but. Uh, First things first. What do they got to do to beat, beat Kansas State? Tomorrow? Protect the football. Yeah. Number good. one. Yeah.
6: Protect the football.
1: And, and control the number of uh, of possessions. I, I, again, I, Kleiman said it earlier this week. This game is going to be about possessions. Matt Walters from the uh, Kansas State broadcast team talked about it. And he said, you know, these two teams very similar to each other. It's going to kind of come down to stuff like that. So we'll, we'll see. Now – Blake Shapen, the Baylor quarterback was asked earlier this week w- why this team is, is clicking a little bit better offensively, and here's what Blake had to say.
13: I think that we you can talk about playing more complimentary football and things like that, and, and more of we're playing as a team more too. You know, like it helps feeding you know watching our defense get a stop and us you know getting a turnover, a stop or whatever, and feeding off that that only feed that only makes us go out there and want to score even more. And so just being able to bounce back off of each other and things like that um, gives us a lot of confidence. And also, you know, us being able to establish the run game these last couple of weeks. Um, I, I know you all see the numbers that we're putting up in that area, and it's pretty impressive. And so that has a lot to do with it. Guys, we've talked
1: about it a lot this week, this week and over the last couple of weeks. Go back and look at, at just the last three games, and your common denominator is being able to run the football – control the line of scrimmage, and, and control time of possession. You do those things, you're putting yourself in a pretty darn good position to win a football game. Mm-hmm. And, and that's going to be the goal Saturday, tomorrow, when they when they take on the Cats. And I think it's also, ironically, going to be Kansas State's goal. Uh, and Ward, it's – I'm going to tell you the other one for me, and I didn't think I'd ever say this, and hopefully it doesn't come down to this, but who does the best job on fourth down? Because both of these teams are going to roll the dice on fourth down. I mean, Dave Aranda's proved. I mean, last week, what, the 29 or whatever it was? Up three. Up three? <laughs> yeah. And went for it on fourth down? Uh, on your own end of the – yeah, I know. Me too. I'm like, why? What? What? Don't don't you dare – okay, good job. <laughs> that, that's kind of how – punt, punt, punt. Don't you dare punt. You know, that's kind of how – but they do. I mean – Chris Kleiman's group will go for it on fourth down. But look, here, they really go for it on fourth down. How do you perform on fourth down? And we all hope that they don't get to fourth down. But, Ward, when they do get to fourth down, you got to execute because they're going for it. Mm -hmm. There's the trust in the defense and all that stuff. But at the end of the day, that O-line's got to go. they got to get it done on
6: fourth down. Yeah, it it drives me nuts too, but I mean – that's the way you're built. That's the way you're built.
1: And would is it fair to say that's kind of how college football is played today?
6: That you – Fourth oh, down is just another down? Yeah, there's there's some that buy into that analytic philosophy. Uh, there's still some out there that, that play it by the book.
1: The book's changing, though, isn't it? The yeah. book is telling you to go for it. And, and I'm like punt. Flip the field get field and I saw it last night in a high school game. I did. I saw it last night in a high school game. Uh they punted. They put the team in the hole. They went 3 and out, got the
6: ball back in midfield, would not scored. Yeah, you can keep your analytics wherever you want to keep them. I'm I'm still going back to what got football where it is. And, and you I, can't you can't convince me otherwise. I don't care what the numbers say. You can't feel numbers and I can feel a game.
1: Right. The eye test is probably the biggest analytic I want. I want a coach to go, "You know what? We I I can see it in our team. I can see it in their team that we're going to get it, you know. If you're going to make that decision, you know, I down in distance and where the ball is, is all is important, incredibly important in my opinion. But more importantly is what do you see from your football team and what do you see from your opponent's football team, mm-hmm. you know. And, and there's not an analytic in the world that can make that judgment. That's the no, head coach. No, you can't. That is the head coach has to make that decision. And again, if there's any doubt whatsoever, flip the field. You got a good punter. Flip the field. You got a good defense. Make them play D. You know, make them make them drive the ball. If they can't, then they're going to punt it back to you, and you're going to win the field position battle, and then you go score. It's one possession later. <laughs> so, but... As precious as possessions are, or the way they're perceived to be, teams go for it. Now, and again, on fourth down at
6: your own 29, I was like, holy moly. Not doing it. I mean, it, and it's fine. If you, if you want to do it with your football team, that's fine. But if, if it's mine, I'm not doing it. Right. I mean, and you know. Not unless it's absolutely necessary.
1: Yeah, I, I, there are times where it doesn't really matter what the down and distance is, where the ball is. It's, you know, you gotta you're behind it. and the clock is going tick, tick, tick. Yeah, they're, And they're, you're out of timeouts
6: mm-hmm. and, you know, it's it's now that, or never. That dictates you have to go for it. Absolutely it does. There are, and again. And I'm not knocking anybody for what they, you know. It's their run, philosophy. Yeah, run yours the way you feel like that you want to run yours. And, but for me, I'm just, I'm going to stay, get off my lawn, kid. I'm going to stay old school and just go do what the game asked me to do. Yeah, I, I'm, a, I'm a big believer in field position and, and, and winning the field position
1: battle. I think the team that wins the field position battle typically wins the football game. Mm-hmm. But clearly, there's other ways to go about it, and there's other, ways to th- there's other thinking when it comes to, to how to do things, because you're seeing more and more and more teams look at fourth down as
6: just another down. Well, Incredibly hesitant to punt. Well, and they're, they're trying to chew up that clock. They don't want to give the ball back to the other offense. Right. There's a lot of contributing factors, too, you know, why you look at those analytics. I mean, you get three more downs, and then if you have to punt, you chewed up another, what, minute and a half, two minutes off the clock if you, you know, work it right, maybe even three minutes if you really use the play clock. Mm-hmm. Uh, so, I mean, you can look at it that way if you're trying to completely limit, it and then, then you punt the ball away. So, I mean, there's a lot of things that you can look at that that – Make it, you know, a viable source. But to me, I'm still playing the field position game and and telling my defense, "Hey, I need to stop. Let's get the ball back." And And, and look, it doesn't always work, right? And there are those
1: who say you can't score without the ball, and so we're going to keep possession of the football and we're going to do whatever we have to do. Now, look, if it's fourth and thirteen, you're punting, but if it's fourth and two. High probability they're going for it. Just get ready. Just get ready. All right, uh seven forty-one. So that'll be tomorrow afternoon, two o'clock, for our broadcast. Matt Mosley and Lark Smith will join me and we'll be out at uh out in Touchdown Alley and right next to the Baylor Alumni Association tent. So the Office of Baylor Alumni presenting our game day live program for you. We'll have a lot of fun. Look ahead of the game and We'll have scores as we uh, we roll along. Uh, we'll we'll be deep into a Saturday college football when we hit the airwaves at uh, two o'clock tomorrow. So look forward to that, and then of course the uh, the tailgate show uh, at four o'clock, and then the uh, the game broadcast with John JJ and Ricky coming up at six tomorrow evening. Speaking of Ricky, he is standing by. We're going to check in with Ricky Thompson, and uh, we're going to get the uh, we're going to get the the look at the game from Ricky Thompson. We'll do that next right here on ESPN Central Texas. Friday night, it's the Mar Panthers and the Linden Kildare Tigers in a bi-district matchup. And you can catch the game on our sister station, Kicker 1590 AM and 99.3 FM. Hi, this is Tom Barfield. Join Johnny Tucson and me for all the exciting action of Mart Panthers playoff football. Our coverage begins Friday night at 6.30 with the pregame. We'll have the kickoff and all the action at 7. It's
4: Martin Linden-Kildare, on our sister station. Kicker, 1590 AM and 99.3 FM. Marineland Boating Center, Crest Pontoons, and Mercury Marine believes no matter how you boat, the water unites us all. Crest Pontoons offer a level of quality, safety, style, and comfort that is unparalleled in the industry. Mercury outboards are durable, reliable, and powerful. Whether you're fishing, pulling a tube, or just getting away from it all, Marineland has the perfect model for you. Take time to live the pontoon life and experience the Crest Standard of Excellence powered by Mercury at Marineland Boating Center.
6: Let a real professional you trust do the work for you. Put McAdams & Sons over 40 years of experience to go to work for you all over Central Texas. Check them out online at McAdamsRoofing.com or give them a call at 254-799-2949 because you don't want a kid with your house's lid. Game time. weekday 7 to 9
0: is your first word in local sports.
6: Say hello to the easiest everyday accessory,
4: permanent fine jewelry at DMRA Fine Jewelers. We offer a wide selection of permanent fine jewelry that your DMRA experts custom fit and micro-weld closed, creating a seamless permanent bracelet, necklace, ring, or anklet. Great for promise rings, friendship bracelets, bridal showers, bachelorette parties, birthday parties, or simply to treat yourself, book your permanent fine jewelry appointment or private event now at DMRA Fine Jewelers,
6: 4541 West Waco Drive.
0: ESPN Radio Sports Center.
12: I'm Lark Smith with your ESPN Central Texas Sports Update brought to you by ASCO Equipment in Belton off I 35. On it with case construction equipment, whatever the job is. China Spring, Conley, and West were all winners last night in the first round of the high school playoffs. Tonight, Temple hosts Waxahachie, a game you can hear on Fox Sports Central Texas. University is in Austin to play McCallum. That game will be broadcast on Pool 101.3 FM. Crawford takes on Kearns, and that game can be heard on Star 104.9. And Mark tangles with Lyndon Kildare. That game broadcast on Kicker 1590 AM and 99.3 FM. Justin Verlander has opted for free agency. The Astros Cy Young Award candidate had the option to stay with Houston for $25 million. Next season. Taylor Men's basketball on the court at the Ferrell Center tonight, hosting Norfolk State. You can hear the broadcast on ESPN Central Texas.
0: Sports Center, every 20 minutes, only on ESPN Central Texas. Time to talk football with Ricky Thompson, presented by Alliance Bank. All right, 747.
1: This is Game Time. Tom and Ward and Ryan, we're glad you're with us. You know that distinct unique smell of rain Mm -hmm. when it first is rolling in Mm -hmm. that's what we got right now we got a light rain falling so uh, be careful out there all right uh, we do welcome into the program from the uh, baylor broadcast team ricky thompson brought to you by alliance bank central texas ricky uh, first of all good morning why is this team on a three-game run
14: well i tell you i've uh, several reasons number one Uh, They found their running game. I think Khalil Keith getting in on the offensive line at tackle has made a big difference in this offensive line, and they ran the ball down Oklahoma's throat. And I think that was obviously a key to that one. And i tell you the other thing, this secondary that everybody was so worried about early, and in fact we were running defensive schemes that really wouldn't even let them cover it, set them up in my view to – run a zone, have a hard time, leaving guys wide open in the secondary. They've had, what, eight interceptions the last two games? I think there's your difference, guys.
6: Have you heard if Richard Reese is back to being 100% and ready to help carry some of the load?
14: I think he'll be ready to go. They ran through the flu last week. I don't know how it's gone this week, but I would expect he'll be uh, ready to go. And that's another thing last week. Remember, you come into that game, and the night before, your starting running back who's had 30 carries a game gets the flu, plays what, three or four plays, and Squirrel Williams comes in, who has not been healthy, and runs for 192 yards. He runs for 200 if he doesn't lay down at the eight yard line, which is exactly what he needs to do. But uh, I just think that. The run back position is, is getting better and better, and because of all these factors we just talked about, this football team's better. And the other thing they did—think about the mindset it took to go into Lubbock with sixty thousand blacked-out fans uh, and win that game forty-five to seventeen against Joey McGuire, then go to OU the very next week and win again against OU. I mean. That's an impressive
1: stretch for any football team, Ricky. It, back to the running game for just a minute. Obviously, the o line is is performing at a high level. How how would you like to see this this rotation work? I mean, how many in, in, in a perfect world? How many touches does Squirrel get? How many touches does Quaylen get? And then obviously, Richard, uh, the the freshman Richard Reese, how many? How how would that work for you?
14: Well, that's tough because you really need all three of them. They're different type backs, each one of them. I think Richard Reese has to have over 20 carries a game, uh, squirrel 10 to 15, and then you throw in hopefully 10 or so for Qualen. Uh If you're doing that, I think you've had a pretty good day. This is a team that uh, rushes 200 yards a game if not over, and that's critical. And I think the other thing that we need to speak to is Blake Shapen probably had one of his uh, poorest performances against Oklahoma State. I'm not saying it was bad. I'm just saying not up to his stance. I mean, Oklahoma, not Oklahoma State. And they still won that football game. So uh, when he's on, and – guys, let's talk about Josh Cameron for just a second. Uh, This guy made three catches – in that football game, one which was on fourth down, a fingertip catch in a crowd that were the difference in that game. So you've had guys step up from every position that maybe haven't been real big factors in the first five or six games.
6: Ricky, how important is it for the Bears on Saturday to be able to kind of cage Adrian Martinez? He's join He's closing in on Colin Kaepernick as the only FBS player with. 10,000 yards passing and 3,000 yards rushing. If he has a good day, he could get that on Saturday. But obviously, this guy can use his legs and his arm. This defense need to put pressure on him and kind of make him uncomfortable on Saturday?
14: Well, you do. You need to put pressure on him. But the thing that Martinez does that kills the football team, you put pressure on him from the outside, leave anything open in the middle, and he's gone. So... You do need to put pressure on him, but it needs to be a different type pressure. You've got to come from different places. You can't come from the same spot every time. And then when you come for him, you better have a spy that's going to take care if he takes off. Uh, He is a real threat. And I think we saw Bill and Gabriel last week really hurt us, particularly on the first drive, had a 25- or 30-yard run. That's something that you really have to concentrate on. I know that's hurt us a couple of times this season. So that that worries me and he, he throws the ball, he's on a good pace, throwing the ball this season. He threw for three fifty against Texas, so really a threat. But let's not leave out Deuce Vaughn. This kid is five five. He is strong as an ox, has great speed and quickness. He went about sixty five yards last year on a run for a touchdown against us and the two of those guys combined are a real threat, and you have to stop both of them to beat Kansas State.
1: You mentioned Kansas State's ability to run the football, Baylor's ability to run the football. Therefore, are, are possessions limited tomorrow because both teams have the ability to run the football?
14: Yep, I think they are. And that makes it even more critical that when you have possession of the football, there's no mistakes. Uh, you're third down percentage is high, which last week we weren't. At one point, we were two for ten. Not sure how that finished, but third downs tomorrow will be be absolutely critical for both teams, and and I think you might even point to the team that has the best ratio of third down pickups could win this game, and I think the other thing that's going to be a key is the big plays. The team that has big plays, I mean yardage, want to play 30 yards or over, I think that's going to be huge in this football game. You
1: mentioned third down. What about fourth down? Uh, And this is a a Baylor team that certainly will go for it. So will Kansas State. But fourth down may be be a a big down as well.
14: Well, yeah, fourth down last week won the football game for you. If you remember, I I mentioned Josh Cameron. We had a fourth and six, I think it was, from the 45-50 yard line and we hit Josh Cameron on about a 15 to 20 yard throw uh, difference in the football game. We punched that in scored. If you don't, you give OU the football great field position and they were moving the ball. That could have been a 14 point swing. So we know for a fact that if we have any chance of picking it up, we're going for it on fourth down. So that's very important. You have to pick those up and, Again, point back to the OU game and the huge pickup there. And the surprising thing about that play to me was we didn't go for the six or seven. We went downfield 20 yards and changed the football game. So I don't think – Kansas State's very, very disciplined. They always have been. They're not going to make a lot of mistakes. Fourth down will be tough against them, but I don't think the Bears hesitate to go when they have the chance.
6: Cats are second in the conference and 15th nationally on takeaways in the interception category. How imperative is it that Blake Shapen protects that football and not get careless with it?
14: Well, I think that's important every Saturday. Uh, Turnovers are critical. That's been proven the last two weeks uh, for the Bears with five and three interceptions. Uh, Made a huge difference in those games, obviously. So, Blake's got to protect the ball. And had one interception last week. Uh, I thought he did a good job of taking care of the football when he had to go down or take off or with the sack. He protected the ball. He's had a couple really critical fumbles in those circumstances. So he's got to protect it. But I think that's been an emphasis the last two or three weeks of practice to tuck that ball when you're in a position to get hit, protect it at all costs. So I'm, I'm I'm betting Blake protects the football really well Saturday, and I think that his his throwing game is going to be really important to this football game as well because K-State's front seven is really good.
1: Ricky, uh, Baylor beats Kansas State tomorrow night because?
14: Well, just what we talked about. No turnovers. I think they have to run the ball for plus 200 yards, and I think they're going to have to have some deep throws. I think they've got to break this game loose with going downfield and when they do you've got to hit those but even if you don't the effect of going over the top changes the way a secondary covers you the rest of the game it might flip them out of a zone or man whatever they're doing press coverage outside if you run by them and that'll be in that guy's mind for the rest of the day so we've got to run the football I think we've got to hit a couple of deep throws and you've got to control Martinez and Deuce Vaughn you do that you win the game. Ricky, as always,
1: it's a pleasure, man. Look forward to the call tomorrow night, right here on the uh, Baylor Radio Network from Learfield, and here on ESPN Central Texas. Thanks for your time, as always.
14: Thanks,
1: guys. It's going to be football weather tomorrow night. It should be fun. Uh, it should be a lot of fun. Have a good time. All right, uh, that's Ricky Thompson, and it's brought to you by Alliance Bank Central Texas. Many thanks to our good friends at Alliance Bank Central Texas. You want to talk? Uh, you want to talk about some good folks? Go, go, go! Visit the folks at Alliance Bank central texas all right uh 758 we're a couple of minutes now away from eight o'clock john morris the voice of the bears he is standing by and he's got today's baylor sports beat for us
7: it's time now for the baylor sports beat here's the voice of the bears john morris
4: Everybody, it's Camry Check of Baylor Athletics on the Friday Baylor Sports Beat. Coming up, Baylor women's basketball wins on the floor in the Farrell Center. Men's basketball in action tonight, and Baylor football will play in front of a sold-out crowd Saturday night at McLean Stadium. Details straight ahead on today's Baylor Sports Beat.
8: During Ram Power Days at Allen Samuels, our great selection of new cars and trucks come with amazing deals and competitive financing that makes you ask, why shop anywhere else? The new 2022 Ram trucks are designed to be durable, functional, and stylish. These legendary, award-winning trucks give you that first-class feel, luxurious leather trim seating options, exceptional legroom and storage, plus surround view camera options you'd expect from a premium truck. Come see our selection today or browse online at allensamuelsdcj.com.
0: The Bears back home this Saturday hosting the Kansas State Wildcats on ESPN Central Texas.
4: Now, for a look at what's happening this weekend in Baylor Athletics. Here again is John Morris. And welcome back. Baylor women's basketball ran their record to 2-0 on the season with a 71-42 win last night in the Farrell Center over Incarnate Word. Transfer Asia Blackwell from Missouri led the way with 23 points and 10 rebounds on the night. Next up for the Baylor women, they'll host SMU Tuesday night, 7 o'clock in the Farrell Center. Meanwhile, Scott Drew and the fifth-ranked Baylor men hosting Norfolk State tonight in the Farrell Center. This is the team Baylor defeated in the first round of the NCAA tournament last year in Fort Worth. On the air at 6.30, tip-off at 7 tonight for Baylor Norfolk State men's basketball. Baylor cross-country runs this morning in College Station in the NCAA South Central Regional. Baylor Volleyball, number 10 in the nation, on the road at TCU tomorrow afternoon. While Baylor football will host Kansas State in a key Big 12 matchup tomorrow evening at 6 at what is now a sold-out McLean Stadium. Here is Baylor quarterback Blake
13: Shapin talking about the improvement over the last three games. I think that... You can talk about playing more complimentary football and things like that. And, and more of, we're playing as a team more too, you know? Like it helps feeding, you know, watching our defense get a stop and us, you know, getting a turnover, a stop or whatever, and feeding off that, that only feed, that only makes us go out there and want to score even more. And so just being able to bounce back off of each other and things like that um, gives us a lot of confidence. And also, you know, us being able to establish the run game these last couple of weeks um, I, I know y'all see the numbers that we're putting up in that area, and it's pretty impressive. And so that has a lot to do with it. Blake Shapin and the Bears hosting Kansas State tomorrow evening at McLean
4: Stadium. Our coverage begins at 2 p.m. tomorrow here on ESPN Central Texas, 4 p.m. for the Baylor Alumni Tailgate Show with a 6 p.m. kickoff for Baylor and Kansas State. Television tomorrow on FS1. And that's today's Baylor Sports Beat. Talk to you tonight from the Farrell Center and have more Monday. I'm John Morris.
9: NeighborWorks Waco is now in their 30th year of assisting families in the Waco area and purchasing their first home. Today, over 3,200 families have been assisted, and these new homeowners have gained over $320 million in home equity through these years. Would you like to be a part of these results? Give us a call at 254-752-1647 or register to get started at www.nw-waco.org. Let NeighborWorks Waco open the door to homeownership for you you and your family.
6: Locally owned and operated, Automatic Chef Canteen is Central Texas' premier breakroom vending service provider. For over 50 years, Central Texas companies have relied on Automatic Chef Canteen for all their breakroom supplies. They offer micro markets, office coffee and tea service, breakfast, lunch and dinner products, touchless vending, cashless payments, and innovative technology. Let Automatic Chef Canteen design a breakroom that fits your needs. 6900 Imperial Drive in Waco and at AutomaticChefCanteen.com.
5: INCOMMONS Bank is rooting for all of our local teams this football season. While you gear up for game days this fall, why not earn money at the same time? With the new Mars Rewards checking account from InCommons Bank, you can earn money every time you swipe your debit card. Earn while snagging spirit shirts, snacks, and supplies for celebrations after the big win with the Mars Rewards debit card. It's the perfect card for everyday purchases. Visit us in person or online at InCommonsBank.com forward slash Mars to find out more information. Member FDIC
7: empower your financial future with first central credit union game plans are packed with benefits like free checking that pays you back the ability to make deposits and much more 24 7 at our atms local loan decisions easy online applications great rates and flexible terms instant issue debit cards with remote control features and a free new member t-shirt Join the team today at FirstCentralCU.com. Everything we do, we do for you.
6: Eligibility and application requirements apply. Member NCUA. West Feeds is a
15: trusted and family-owned and operated Texas feed manufacturer and distributor of award-winning, competitively priced animal and livestock feeds. West feeds strives to meet the needs of their customers and dealers with knowledgeable specialists on hand to help provide one-on-one service to develop feeding programs that best meet the needs of our animals. West Feeds is located in downtown West in the heart of Central Texas, providing You with the hometown service you expect and deserve. Westfeeds,
7: where their name is their guarantee and your loyalty is their success. This is Greg Hill, General Manager of Mission Golf Cars, the nation's number one EasyGo go golf car dealer. We are proud to announce the opening of our newest store in Waco, Texas, offering the full line of EasyGo go and Cushman vehicles for the golf course, the neighborhood, the beach, the farm, and industry. Mission Golf Cars has the knowledge and experience to handle all of your golf car needs, from sales and service to leasing and rentals. But our true expertise is in our commitment to our customers' experience. Mission Golf Cars, now open at Bagby and Highway 6. Stop in today for a test drive or check us out at missiongolfcars.com. At Metro
9: by T-Mobile, you can save more now that you need it the most. Get one line of unlimited 5G for just $40, period. Taxes and fees included. That's the lowest price in prepaid. Plus, choose from the largest selection of free 5G phones from brands you love, like Samsung. Switch now and save more. Only at Metro. If congested, the fraction of users greater than 35 gigabytes per month may notice reduced speeds, and Metro customers may notice reduced speeds versus T-Mobile due to prioritization. Video streams in SD requires eligible port in. See store for details.
0: From the Allen Samuels Dodge Chrysler Jeep Ram Studios, this is KRZI Waco, K222 DC Waco, K265 DV Temple, ESPN Central Texas.
1: All right, just after eight o'clock, this is game time here on ESPN Central Texas. Tom Ward Ryan, it's a little after eight. Welcome to hour two of the program, and it's starting to uh, starting to rain, and we're going to have some uh, some wet weather here for the second consecutive Friday night. Ward, how does that uh, – with field turf surfaces at, at a lot of these stadiums, particularly here in the first round of the uh, playoffs, how does that change how you do things from a um, from a game plan perspective? Does it change your plan at all if you're playing
6: in the rain? I, I would like to say no, but I think that it almost does sometimes. It, and, again, if you're on field turf – Maybe not as much. I know that, you know, one of the things that you'll want to do is make sure you have dry footballs and, and you can change those out. So you get more balls approved by the officials and that way you can get them in and out. Last thing you want to do is a, a waterlogged football. So um being able to do that as far as changing the game plan, I, I don't think so. I mean, I, you try to stay within the game plan until proven that you can't do the game plan now if it's a monsoon
15: mm-hmm.
6: that changes everything but if it's just raining and 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 it's you know normal weather conditions you you practice for those i mean some coaches go out there with wet footballs during practice all the practice. time they'll yeah. dunk
1: them in the, they'll dunk them in a tub yeah.
6: yeah so i i don't think you change the game plan i think you're doing you, yourself and your team a disservice by just completely changing the game plan now again if it's raining sideways and it's mm-hmm. a monsoon mm-hmm. you might want to say okay we're going to dial it back a little bit try to protect football and see if we can just make the moves that we need to move the chains at this point in time um but i again i i'm so hesitant to change my game plan completely just because of weather unless it absolutely dictates that i have to do that yeah, i was gonna
1: say I think for some of these teams, particularly these throwing teams, the wind is probably more of an issue than rain, uh, particularly when the receivers know where they're going and the defensive backs don't. Now, it's a different animal when you have a grass field, particularly if it's been raining for a couple of days and you have got a very soggy, natural grass field. It, it almost has to change the way you do things.
6: It does. I mean, that's a whole different animal. Now it's you're playing in – mud and you can't get footing and and things like that so i it probably out of necessity makes you do some different things you're not so wide open um and it look it it may change not only what you do offensively but it may change what you do defensively too because of the fact that hey i look we just want to stay safe right now we're not going to be maybe as aggressive as we had planned on being because you don't have to because the offense is not being as gre- uh, aggressive down the field. So, you know, it, it you have to let the game, it's kind of like what we were talking about analytics, and, you know, you can use all those you want to, but you still have to understand what the game is asking you to do. And, you know, part of what the game is asking you to do is with the weather. And if you have that opportunity to be able to figure out wh- what you can and can't do, mm-hmm. sometimes that's the biggest thing, isn't it? Uh, yeah, no doubt, no no doubt. Um, because sometimes it just doesn't matter. You can do what you want to do, and, and it's just working for you. Uh, but a lot of times, again, you're you're talking about a, a grass field with a lot of mud and everything. Mm-hmm. If you're going to take chances, you better do it early. No no question. I mean, because. The longer that game goes on, the worse that field is going to be.
1: It goes from soggy to soupy. Yes. I mean, to where being just trying to stand up and and all that. And that's the beauty of field turf surfaces now. Uh, They can, if I understand it right, some of these field turf surfaces can absorb five to six inches of rain an hour. Yeah, they
6: drain. Just, it's unbelievable. It's like you said,
1: dry football. Let's go. Mm-hmm. And that's the beauty of uh, in this first round of, of finding a, uh, a, a field turf surface to play on. All right. Uh, Greg Tepper from Dave Campbell's Texas Football Magazine joins us. Greg, good morning. First of all, uh, we've talked about this before, but the good news is this is phase three of the of the uh, football season. The bad news is this is phase three of the football season.
16: Yeah, it's it's a strange feeling, right? That, that this is this is I think one of the most exciting weekends like in sports. This is the like I've I've searched the world and I'm trying to find a more wide ranging elimination round of of some sort of like tournament like a like a win or go home type situation, and I can't find one. Uh, we're talking about 352 win or go home UIL Texas high school football playoff games this weekend, which is I think it's the biggest elimination like tournament in the world, and so. It's, it's pretty remarkable what's going on. But, but yeah, it also means that we're six weeks away from AT&T Stadium, which means we're like six weeks and a day away from me being sad for like eight months. So, um, I don't know. It's, it's, it's a little bittersweet.
6: Greg, I, I'm, I'm going to be a little selfish, but I, I want to hear from you. The Temple Wildcats find a way to get it home again against Waxahachie, third time that the Indians have come into Wildcat Stadium. But this is a different – Waxahachie football team that's coming in this year. This could be a really good football game tonight.
16: Oh, I think it's one of the games of the night, honestly. I think that this is a really interesting test, especially of this Waxahachie defense, because this I'm sorry, of of this Temple defense, because this Waxahachie offense can go. Roderick Hartsfield Jr. has been really fantastic. They run the ball well. They've got playmakers like Keith Abney on the outside. This team is loaded off. And that's going to be a real challenge, I think, for this Temple defense, which has been mostly good, uh, but they're going to need to play their best football play- right now. Uh, I do think Wildcat Stadium is worth a touchdown. Um, I think playing and simple, being at home, is, is, is a really big advantage there for Temple. Other programs have same 5A, and you're a higher seeded team. You have the option of, of having home field advantage in the first round of the playoffs. Uh, that matters for, I guess, I suppose that matters for every team, but I would say most especially. There's a handful of teams that it really matters for, and I think Temple's one of them. I think a lot of this comes down to whether or not that, de- how well that defense plays, and then offense. Uh, 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 can can the offense find a couple of home runs? Is a walk defense that has uh, that has for the most part been pretty good, but when they've been beat, they've been beat by the big play. So can Temple find a couple? of big plays uh, to kind of set them apart. I think it's a fascinating game, and, and yeah, in round one of the playoffs tends to have a, a its fair number of blowouts, so when you find a game like this, which is two really good teams playing in the first round, it's pretty special.
1: Speaking of quality first-round matchups, uh, is there one better in 3A than Lorena and Columbus?
16: Hmm. No, the, like, the only other places you would go would be other games within District 11 versus District 12. Like, the, that's that's the real power nexus, I think, in, in Region 3 and arguably in 3A Division 1. And so, yeah, last night we had Franklin and Hallsville which was a great game. Franklin gets to win. And then tonight, Lorena and Columbus, uh, you know, you want to talk about uh, – needing you know it being important to win your district games just take a look at both Columbus and Lorena both of which are district champion quality but both of which lost to good teams admittedly Columbus lost to Hitchcock and then uh, Lorena lost uh you know to, to Franklin uh, there, so obviously quality teams and yet here they are having to play one well another in the first round of the playoffs. Uh, for all we talk about Lorena's offense, which is fantastic with Jackson Generals and Jaden Porter, they run the ball well. Uh, this is ultimately going to come down to their defense and how well they're able to go stop for stop with this Columbus offense uh, led by Adam Schauble, uh and, and Jalen Hurd. Uh, this is a really this is a really balanced Columbus team. Um, the, if, if you're unfamiliar with Columbus, uh, their, their head coach uh, Matt Shovel uh is is a lot you know is an alum the Schobel family is all from columbus there's like 55 showbulls who have ever played for columbus they have a restaurant down there called Schobels that is like i'm not kidding about this
0: like these guys went in the nfl
16: stuff like that like it is like it was like the Schobel... Like compound down there, in, in, uh, but they've got another one at quarterback, and Adam, who's a sophomore, who's really good. And, and that's going to be a challenge, I think, for this Lorena team. Uh, it's strange to say, but I think that for Lorena, their best option is probably to get into a shootout and get into a bit of a track meet and let uh, their individual playmakers shine. But I think this is a fabulous first round matchup.
6: Lake Belton, in their first year of UIO competition, gets into the playoffs and they face Burleson Centennial uh, over in Burleson. The Broncos, what do they have to do?
16: Yeah, oh, you want to talk about a stylistic clash? This, this game's fascinating for a lot of different reasons, and, and one of the like one of the rare like one of the things that I love about the playoffs is that you get these like these strange bedfellows that suddenly find themselves uh, you know playing one another, and this is a perfect example of that. First of all, I'm fairly certain I've been trying to figure this out, but I'm fairly certain this is the youngest. Uh, Texas high school football playoff game this year in the sense that you've got a first-year varsity for a UIL program, and then Burleson-Centennial's in their 11th year. So it so combine 12 years between these two teams. Uh, but the style clash here is stark. Burleson-Centennial runs the flex bone. They've got Elijah Zay in the backfield, and, and their defense is excellent, and they want to shorten this game. This is, um, This is like service academy stuff. OK, this is we want to take the air out of football. We want to limit the number of possessions. We want to make sure that you do not get to go up and down the field, which is exactly what Lake Belton wants to do. Lake Belton wants to get the ball and they want to go, 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 go. They want to get the number of possessions into the 15s, 16s, right? They want to they, they want to have the ball as much as possible. If this was basketball, they would want to play make it, take it. You know, this <laughs> is like Micah Hudson Connor Cruz, the way that they go back and forth, like they want to get this game up, 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 go, 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 as opposed to this, like, it, Burlington Centennial is not slow. They just, like, play at a really slow pace. And so that's what's so interesting. The best comp I would have to this would be, like, if you're talking about, like, Mike Leach-era Texas Tech playing, like, Army, okay? okay. It is really stark contrast here, which is going to make this a really fun ball game.
1: Two parter for you here, real quick, Greg. One, are you a proponent of four teams in the playoffs? And, and uh, the second part of that is, what four, what what watch should we be on for a four to to knock off a one tonight?
16: So. I am. I'm in favor of four teams making the playoffs. Uh, I, there have been times where I wasn't, but I think I've come around to that. And and for two reasons. One, I think that it is a really great opportunity and a really great reward for, for play for, for players who, who have worked so hard that they get to play a they get to play a, a playoff game. And look, it's uh, we hear all the time. Oh, well, too many teams make the playoffs. of the of the 300 or of the 704 UIL Texas high school football teams, only 15 percent of them have a losing record. And so, like, there are some that get in with a four and six record or a three and seven record something like that but they're they're much more rare than you think Uh, And furthermore, these these upsets do happen. We had some four over ones last night. Big Spring beat El Paso Riverside, which is a four over a one. We had a a fair number, a couple of them last night, and and so they do happen. If you're looking for a couple that I think are interesting, again, what you another one by the way, Magnolia West beat Galveston Ball uh, last night as well. Galveston, I'm sorry, Galveston Ball. This is an aside, but Galveston Ball uh, gave up 14 points in the regular season of the entire game, the entire season, and they gave up 17 points last night and lost. So they. Went ten and one and gave up thirty one points all year. And Holy moly! Uh, anyway, yeah. Anyway, all that's to say, there are a couple teams that I think are on four versus one watch uh, Watch uh, specifically, uh, one of my favorites to come out of four A Division one. Uh, Region 3 is Lumberton. I really like this Raiders team, but they have a very tricky first-round matchup with Palestine, uh, and they have traditionally—those Golden Triangle teams, those Southeast Texas teams, have had trouble dealing with the speed of East Texas. So are they able to do that? Uh, That's one of them that that I've I've got my eye on. Uh, And then, look, it's it's crazy to say, uh, but you go back to that District 12 versus District 11— um, and and I would you know last night actually that's I guess that's not true because Yokum on the uh, got, is playing Cameron Yo that is I think technically a three versus a two but Yokum's going to be a challenge I think for Cameron Yo tonight that's a team that's playing their best football right now uh, and so I would keep an eye on that one as well.
1: All right, uh, Greg, we appreciate your time. What do you got? Uh, what do you got tonight uh, on Bally's and what do you got going right now on TexasFootball.com?
16: Uh, Valley Sports Southwest. We're uh, we're uh, foregoing our normal four-hour live whip round coverage, and we're just doing a stinking game. And so, uh, Round Rock versus Lake Travis tonight, seven o'clock kick. We'll pregame at six, followed by uh, high school scoreboard live, uh, the late show, uh, and then on TexasFootball.com. Uh, Good, good Lord, we've got so much content on TexasFootball.com for the playoffs, <laughs> um, including we've got breakdowns of every, uh, every uh, Texas high school ball playoff bracket. We've got predictions. We've got uh, sleepers. We've got recruits to watch. We've got everything. On Monday, this is true, on Monday I went to the office. We recorded 12 Bracketology videos, which went for about an hour and a half. Then we did our daily live show, Texas Football Today, uh, which went for an hour 45. And then I recorded Tep and Step, our premium high school football podcast with Matt Step, uh, and that went for an hour 55. I was so tired of talking about brackets on Monday. Uh, so now I'm just happy to see them all like unfold. So please go to TexasFootball.com so that my death is not in vain.
1: <laughs> there you go. Hey, Greg, thanks as always. We appreciate your time. We'll see you. That's Greg Tepper from DaveCampbell's a 820 coming up. More high school football conversation. I think we're going to hook up with his running buddy, uh, Craig Wayne, talk some high school football. Kyle Yeomans, talk some cowboy football with us. And we'll continue talking about Baylor and uh, Big 12 football. So, we got a lot to do over the next 39 minutes. So, hang on tight.
6: The West Coaches Show with David Woodard is brought to you by Bush's Chicken, Chevy of West, Citizens State Bank, Sakura Ford West Speed and
12: West Reynolds. West Trojans are 10 and one now in the season after a playoff victory over the Mahia Black Hats last night 21 to nothing at Waco ISD Stadium coach first off Mahia, a pretty good ball club they held you to just seven points in the first half.
10: You know, they are and, you know, their record was misleading, uh, you know, their first four ball games were really tough and, uh, uh, you know, it, we knew coming into this game, it, it wasn't going to be like, like some of our games had been in the past. And so, uh, uh, you know, we made some mistakes that were uncharacteristic of us, you know, turning the football over and, uh, you know, the, it cost us a few points in the red zone. And so, uh, you know, hopefully uh, uh, we got those out of us and got the, got the first playoff jitters out of us and, and we're ready to go try to get us another one next week.
12: Teams try to avoid explosive plays and you were able to avoid that with your defense. Your offense, though, two explosive plays, basically the difference in this one, a 51-yard run by McCutcheon. And a 19-yard run by Coy Clish.
10: Yeah, you know our defense was unbelievable tonight. You know, just uh, you know, completely shut down the run game and, and, and limited their big play potential with with some of their guys on the outside. And so, uh, and you know, we managed just enough offense, had a couple of big plays, and moved the football quite a bit tonight. Just just you know, couldn't find the end zone a couple of times. And so, uh, really proud of our kids, proud of our coaches and, and staff, and all the work they did this week. And uh, you know, it, it's uh, they don't ask how, they just ask how many at the end of playoffs. And so, and we're happy to have this one tonight.
12: Does Cash Fuller ever leave the field? I mean, he played lights out on both sides of the ball.
10: That dude does, man. He, he's got a motor that just runs like uh, like no other. And, uh, you know, he enjoys, loves playing a game of football. And, uh, you know, he's really good at it. And so, uh, you know, he, he gives us everything he's got. And, uh, you know, he seems like he does it each and every play.
12: What's the scenario
10: for next week? Uh, you know, we'll play the winner of uh, Mount Vernon and, and Tatum next week. We'll play them Friday night in Forney. And so, uh, you know, we'll go in tonight and watch that game and, uh, you know, Try to get everything set up and go see if we can get us another playoff win next week. ESPN Central Texas.
7: Hi, Leo Pacheco again for Chevy of West, where we wish you a most joyous and safe holiday season and invite you
3: to our Chevy Cyber Cash sales event when you find new roads through Chevy of West or ChevyofWest.com. Chevy of West. Hi, Leo Pacheco, and this holiday season, Chevy of West is the easy choice for your certified pre-owned vehicle with some of our biggest savings this year when you find new roads to Chevy of West or ChevyofWest.com. Chevy of West. Early
8: each morning, as we turn on the lights and heat up the fryers, then prepare the food, the owners of Bush's Chicken are working for you. Our owners are husbands and wives, sisters, and brothers. We are family, and we take joy in our family, serving your family. Before you end your day, we hope you'll stop by. Bush's Chicken, simply the best.
15: West Feeds is a trusted and family-owned and operated Texas feed manufacturer and distributor of award-winning, competitively priced animal and livestock feeds. West Feeds strives to meet the needs of their customers and dealers with knowledgeable specialists on hand to help provide one-on-one service to develop feeding programs that best meet the needs of our animals. West Feeds is located in downtown West in the heart of Central Texas, providing you with the hometown service you expect and deserve. West Feeds, where their name is their guarantee and your loyalty is their success.
4: Citizens State Bank is excited about Central Texas high school sports and is glad to be part of so many outstanding communities. Citizens has 10 branches to serve you, including Buffalo, Centerville, Clifton, Dawson, Grosbeck, Hubbard, Itasca, Teague, West and Whitney.
10: If you are one of their valued customers, they say thank you for your business. If you are looking for a bank where you are more than a number, check them out at CitizenStateBankTX.com.
4: Members' children participate in many school activities. This gives Citizen State Bank a vested interest in the lives of these students. They wish all of the student athletes, cheerleaders, and band and drill team members a year of success.
10: Whether you're a bison, tiger, cub, bulldog, goat, jagger, wampus cat lion trojan or wildcat know that citizen state bank supports and appreciates your hard work member
6: fdic and equal housing lender the next time you need to rent or buy heavy equipment, remember West Rentals. At West Rentals, you'll find scissor lifts, ditch witch, skytrack, storage crates, skid steers, backhoe, power washer, jackhammer, jumping jack, and concrete trowels. Their goal is to meet all your needs, from small jobs to large contracts. Locally owned and operated, West Rentals, 226 West Oak Street in West, and at westrental.net. It's time for Stephanie from Sales to Talk
0: Sports. Brought to you by Advanced Leveling Foundation, Myatt Fuels, Mission Golf Cars, and ASCO Equipment in Belton. 826. Friday. High School Football
1: Friday. College basketball Friday, Baylor and Norfolk right here on ESPN Central Texas. And don't forget, coming up Monday, the voice of the Bears, John Morse, will be joined by Matt Mosley. That'll be a lot of fun. And uh, they're going to be over at Richard Carbuick GMC Cadillac for the uh, kickoff for Toys for Tots. Please, if you get an opportunity, help us out. As we collect toys for uh, the Toys for Tots program, that'll be coming up on. Can you believe it is Christmas time? Ugh. It it is Christmas time. Our Toys for Tots campaign beginning uh, on Monday. So, uh, Merry Christmas from uh, Richard Carr Buick GMC Cadillac 900 West Loop 340 at the Imperial Drive exit in Waco. Look forward to seeing you over there, J Mo and uh, Mr. Mosley and and friends. And so, uh, and I think you know. May drop by and hang out a little bit, so it should be a lot of fun. Uh, Maybe you can come by and meet Stephanie from Sales. You going to be there? I sure will. I thought you would be. No, you realize those toys have to stay there. I'm
9: not taking any.
1: (laughs) Just, Just – Just clarifying for you, right?
9: (laughs) Exactly. All right. What do you got for us this morning? Well, today's Veterans Day. It is. So I want to say happy Veterans Day to all those who served, Mm -hmm. including my better half. Mm -hmm. Thank you for your service. So Mm -hmm. I did a little research. Yeah. And I pulled up some professional athletes who actually served in the military.
1: There's a lot, actually.
9: I know. Here's what I found. Well, we all know about Pat Tillman, who played for Arizona, then, Mm -hmm. you know, Joined the Army afterwards. Mm-hmm. Um,
1: left. He left Arizona he did. to join the Army. Right yeah.
9: after the 9-11, mm-hmm. he went and joined, and um, he then passed in 2004. So we have to remember him. Jackie Robinson mm-hmm. in the Army. Stationed at Fort Hood. Yep. David Robinson, NBA player, was mm-hmm. in the Navy. He was a pilot. Dude, no, that's a boat. The Navy's got boats, right? Yes. And
1: uh, <laughs> I... I we don't have time. Okay. Keep going.
9: Arnold Palmer, mm-hmm. golfer, did not realize he was a Coast Guard. Robert Clemente. Roberto Clemente. Oh, well, there you go. He was in the Marines. Willie Mays was in the Army. hmm Joe DiMaggio was in the Army. And you remember the professional wrestler, uh, Jesse Ventura? He was a Navy SEAL and then became a governor. He became a governor. Leon Spinks, boxer. hmm He was a Marine and legendary Roger Staubach,
6: Naval Academy,
9: Naval fought in Vietnam. Captain also America also won the
6: Heisman. Mm-hmm.
9: He did, and, and he
6: served the country before he played for the Cowboys. He
9: absolutely he did. did, and uh,
1: that's back in the day. If you were in the academy, mm-hmm. uh, you were not going to professional sports until you fulfilled your your naval uh, your your academy assignment.
9: Right. So I just thought I'd bring those up and uh, tell those who were still. Life, thank you for your service. We appreciate you. um Say, do something nice today, people. Hug a veteran, smile, buy him a hamburger if you see him out. Do something for him. But thank you so much for your service. And that's really, I'm not even being funny today. I'm no, just no, and, I, it, and, and that's good stuff. Absolutely. And again, <laughs> I'm showing my smarts. <laughs> <laughs> what? <laughs> hang on,
1: <laughs> hang on. <laughs> no, seriously. I mean, we 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 started at the top of the show mm-hmm. by saying thank you. To our veterans, those who served, to the families of the veterans who's who who paid the ultimate sacrifice. Thank you. We're not doing this. We're not having fun. We're not poking fun at you. No. Without them.
9: And you know what? I also I didn't realize this. So uh, this might show my stupidness, but when you are play for the Navy or the Army in the college, that mm-hmm. they do in go in college. In college, <laughs> they they do go and serve their country after they're they're done playing. Mm-hmm. So. You know, even to those kids out there playing, thank you, thank
1: you so much. I, I, you, when you see interviews Ward mm-hmm. with those academy uh, f- football players, whether it be Army, Navy, Air Force, whatever, they say the the easiest part of their day is football practice. Yeah. They've got well, yeah. seriously, they got so much going on uh-huh. that when they get to football practice, that's kind of the that's kind of the fun part of the day. And yeah. and again, that's you want to talk about ultimate sacrifice and, and and to our to our current military. That are, are serving you? all over the world.
9: Thank you. Thank you. Yeah. Thank you very much. And isn't
1: it a shame we we you know we we stop and and do this once once a year? We ought to we, we ought to be, be doing, doing it every day.
9: day. No doubt. That's right. Well, all right. Thank you. Chad Thanks.
6: Hennings was a he was. Air Force. That's right.
9: He and he played for the Cowboys. He
6: did. Mm-hmm.
9: He won. Didn't he win two three Super Bowls? I
6: think two, he did. I believe.
9: Two. Yeah. How about you? Hey. Look at there. Look, I know my sports.
4: <laughs> yeah,
1: you do. Eight thirty one. We're right back with more in just a moment.
3: Coach Dave Aranda and the Bears back home at McLean Stadium this Saturday for a Salute to Heroes Showdown with the Kansas State Wildcats. 4 p.m. for the Baylor Alumni Tailgate Show. Live from Touchdown Alley on the banks of the Brazos. 6 p.m. kickoff from inside McLean Stadium. Bears, Kansas State, right here on the flagship station for Baylor Bear football, ESPN Central Texas.
4: Hi, this is John Morris of ESPN Radio Central Texas. I'd like to invite you to join Matt Mosley and me Monday as we broadcast live from Richard Carr Buick GMC Cadillac. We'll help kick off the annual U.S. Marine Corps Toys for Tots campaign, and you can participate by dropping a new unwrapped toy in the bed of the 2023 GMC Sierra pickup on the showroom floor, and the Marines will distribute those toys throughout Central Texas. Please help us share the joy of Christmas to a child in need, Monday from 3 to 6 at Richard Carr Buick GMC Cadillac in Waco.
7: this is Greg Hill, General Manager of Mission Golf Cars, the nation's number one EasyGo go golf car dealer. We are proud to announce the opening of our newest store in Waco, Texas, offering the full line of EasyGo go and Cushman vehicles for the golf course, the neighborhood, the beach, the farm, and industry. Mission Golf Cars has the knowledge and experience to handle all of your golf car needs, from sales and service to leasing and rentals. But our true expertise is in our commitment to our customers' experience. Mission Golf Cars, now open at Bagby and Highway 6. Stop in today for a test drive or check us out at missiongolfcars.com.
15: Game time is brought to you by Alan Samuels Dodge Chrysler Jeep Ram,
0: your friend in the car business.
1: All right, 835, we continue talking high school football and college football here on ESPN Central Texas. Uh, Hour two of the program, and we are presented by Alan Samuels Dodge Chrysler Jeep Ram Fiat, your friend in the car business, and we welcome into the program Craig Way. Craig, first of all, we begin by extending our condolences to you and your family on the uh, on the recent loss of your mother uh been uh, been thinking about you buddy
11: well I appreciate that Tom thank you very much and uh, yeah it's you know obviously uh, a sad time when you lose a parent she uh, but on the positive side of it and my mom was a real positive person she lived to be 90 and she had a wonderful great life that included when she was a teenager growing up in the new york city area she got to sing on the radio and singing nightclubs in her early 20s and then she uh she uh met my dad up there in new york and had uh, five wonderful children and a bunch of grandchildren and great-grandchildren and uh and and after my father passed away about 30 years ago she really kicked into a second gear of her life and lived out in hawaii for about uh, 15 years and uh, just. just just had a wonderful time before she moved back to the Dallas Fort Worth area to spend her final years, and she she had a great uh, she had a great life. We will miss her, but uh, uh, but thank you, I appreciate that, and and uh, we'll always finally remember her.
1: You know, Craig, this is a uh, this is a I love this time of year. You you got so much crossover. You have college basketball starting. You've got uh, you've got lots of huge college football games. And you've got the high school football playoffs beginning uh, this weekend. Let's begin with a couple of quick thoughts on college football. First of all, in the Big 12, you got the top four teams playing. Uh, this weekend is going to go a long way, isn't it?
11: I don't think there's any doubt about that, Tom. And, uh, you know, you think about the two massive games within 100 miles of one another. Uh, clearly, the, the K-State Baylor game is is – very big it's it's kind of an elimination game you might say in terms of being in contention to play in the big 12 championship game and texas has kind of been in that playoff mode since losing to oklahoma state a couple of weeks ago understanding they really don't have any more margin for error if they're going to reach the big 12 title game or you know it take a multi-way tie break to get them in so They're they're kind of in that position as well. So just as Baylor and K State are, certainly the Longhorns are, and of course TCU is riding high. But but they've got their eyes on another prize now that they're in the college football playoff rankings at number four. Obviously, if they run the table, and and I think that's what a lot of us said, Tom, is that if they, you know, even back three four weeks ago, uh, you know, an undefeated Big Twelve team running the table would get them in, no matter who the Big Twelve team was because of the strength of the league. And and in this case, I think the balance of the league. So if they run the table and they don't lose any games, and and the math has already shown it now, they'll be in the college football playoffs. So there's a lot on the line for them, just as it is for Texas and for Baylor and for Kansas State, trying to get to Arlington there on that first Saturday in December.
6: How much of a chess match do you think it's going to be in Austin tomorrow?
11: Well, you know, it's interesting, Ward, when you think that uh, both of these teams have really good ground attacks. Uh, Kendra Miller has just been tremendous for TCU, uh, over 1,000 yards. And, of course, Bichon Robinson has done likewise for Texas. Uh, Both are weapons out of the backfield. Bichon might be a bit more of a weapon out of the backfield than Kendra is. However, both teams have big playmaking wide receivers. Uh, Quentin Johnson from Temple, of course, who you saw, you know how good he is. and, And he's coming off a sore ankle but uh, he, we expect to see him out there from what everybody has told, uh, told us. And uh, I think there's a good chance not only that he'll play, and then the Longhorns, of course, have Xavier Worthy and, and trying to get some other guys into the mix. So there are some similar weapons on both sides. The difference, I think, right now is at quarterback because you have a veteran uh, and Max Duggan, who has, uh, who a couple of years ago was kind of struggling through some ups and downs. We all saw that. Uh, it was it, at times looked just like a big fella trying to learn the quarterback position. Well, he's playing great. He's learned it really well and has minimized his mistakes. And then on the other side, Quinn Ewers, who has flashed some brilliant things at times, has also had uh, uh, some even, uneven moments, certainly against Oklahoma State, had his poorest game of the year. And then he had some big moments and then, in the, and some, shaky moments last week in Manhattan against Kansas State. So that's where I think the difference is. Uh, Texas defense has been a little bit better than, uh, than TCU, certainly in the first half of games, but the Longhorns have given up points in the second half, and TCU, conversely, has dug themselves some holes and in a second-half team. So there's a lot of contrast, even though there's a lot of similarities between these two.
1: Craig, let's switch gears, talk some high school football. I know it's a great passion of yours, obviously. And and, and I know there's some great stories and storylines uh, all across the Lone Star State when it comes to Texas schoolboy football. But we're so excited about a, a game that's going to take place in your city, in Austin at House Park, between Austin McCallum and, uh, and our university Trojans. And just the job that that Kent Lasseter has done at university and and to get this team from, uh, from winless to a first-round playoff game is nothing short of remarkable.
11: Yeah, you know, there were, there were two teams, Tom, that came out of 11-5 AD1. There were two teams, or D2, 12-5 AD, 11-5 AD2, two, two teams that uh, had gone from winless to a story. Obviously, uh, University had been one of those. Elgin had been the other one. And, uh, and, and and what had happened on that last week, I really do think it was kind of a, a, a blessing in, over the final couple of weeks for University not have, not having to face LBJ high of Austin in the by district. Round. Of course, they weren't going to finish fourth uh, anyway, but it was good to not, for them to not have to deal with them. And LBJ handled its business by beating Crockett. Otherwise, you could add a cross district-by-district matchup between, say, LBJ and Waco U. Well, that didn't happen, and, uh, you know, Waco U will be tough to beat. It's a neat old facility. If folks have never been to House Park, uh, it was a WPA project stadium built in the late latter part of the Depression era, right around 1940, and it was named for a man who had been a secretary of state in the Wilson administration, Colonel Edward House, who donated the land to uh, the city of Austin for, uh, for athletic facilities for ISO in the early twenties. And so they built it there. And uh, quite frankly, the stadium for many years looked like it had been built in the twenties. It was, it was difficult uh, to maintain, but they did a renovation of it several years ago. It's been better. But it's a neat old uh, facility with a great view of downtown Austin. So Uh, you know, university fans who make that drive down there are really going to like that. I
1: I know you guys have got a lot of coverage. We just talked to Greg, uh, and and I know uh, on Bally's tonight, uh, you guys are doing a game, right?
11: Yeah, uh, we've got, uh, you know, there's going to be a game every week, uh, most of them on Friday, maybe one or two on Saturday, but there's going to be a game every week, uh, during the playoffs on Valley Sports Southwest, all the way up to and, of course, inclusive of the 12-state championship telecast. But there will be at least one game every week. And uh, this first one is going to feature Lake Travis, Round Rock. And, uh, you know, I think mean Jerry Forrest and Pigskin Prep has this. is just one point separating these two. Uh, the Round Rock's been a very consistent program. And Lake Travis, of course, a traditional power who's been kind of knocked off their pins a bit this year. They've had a ton of injuries. Uh, but it's going to be a really good matchup at Dragon Stadium. So that's one. But, you know, there's there's great games all across the state of Texas. And even though I'm doing the game tonight down here in the greater Austin area, uh, Tep and Ashley Pickle and, and, uh, and Aaron Hartigan are going to recap all of it tonight on Scoreboard Live. So it's a great first night of the uh, – first weekend of the playoffs. We already had a lot of good first night games last night, but a, a great opening weekend of the playoffs.
1: Craig, we know you're busy. We appreciate your time. Thanks so much. Uh, have a good weekend, and uh, we'll talk to you soon.
11: You bet, Tom. And, more take care. Have a great weekend, everybody.
1: There you go. Craig Way, the uh, voice of the Longhorns and the voice of UIL High School Football. 8.44, this is game time. We are presented by Alan Samuels, Dodge Chrysler, Jeep Ram Fiat, and we're brought to you in part by our good friends at Pioneer Steel and Pipe with that new location. I drove by the new location the other day, and, man, they, they have got to be just, you know – Dot the I, cross the T kind of stuff to get that thing up and going. It is a beautiful facility. Pioneer Steel and Pipes have been serving Central Texas since 1943. They offer the best. A custom metal buildings, residential metal roofing, hay and equipment barns, garage and carport covers, and much, much more. If you're building a metal building or a barn dominium and, uh, and you, need to, you need to kind of figure out how to get started, you need a contractor, check out Pioneer Steel & Pipe. They'll direct you in the right direction for the best contractor for your particular project. Right now, they uh, they still operate in Bryan, and, of course, they're still operating at 913 South Loop Drive at Orchard Lane. They deliver and they unload Of course, they're open Monday through Friday, 730 until 5. Tomorrow, they'll be open 8 until noon. And you can check them out 24-7 at PioneerBoys.com. Game Day Live on ESPN Central Texas, your flagship station for Baylor athletics. Game Day Live is presented by the Office of Baylor Alumni. Join us this Saturday afternoon at 2 o'clock from Touchdown Alley at McLean Stadium as we get you ready for the Bears and the Kansas State Wildcats. We'll have scores, interviews, and a whole lot more. So join us this Saturday at 2 o'clock for Game Day Live presented by the Office of Baylor Alumni on
4: ESPN Central Texas. Hi, this is John Morris of ESPN Radio Central Texas. I'd like to invite you to join Matt Mosley and me Monday as we broadcast live from Richard Carr Buick GMC Cadillac. We'll help kick off the annual U.S. Marine Corps Toys for Tots campaign, and you can participate by dropping a new unwrapped toy in the bed of the 2023 GMC Sierra pickup on the showroom floor, and the Marines will distribute those toys throughout Central Texas. Please help us share the joy of Christmas to a child in need Monday from 3 to 6 at Richard Carr Buick GMC Cadillac in Waco.
6: Hey, basketball fans, the new Lady Bear sports event posters are out. They're brought to you by these great businesses. Please patronize their business as they assist in our community. Superman Electric, Viper Investigation, and Legal Support, Red's Radiator and Auto Repair, One-Way Towing and Recovery, Airport Transportation of Waco, Watertree Waco, Bars Cuisine, Texas Legacy Custom Home, Night of Better Beauty Waco, brought to you and paid for by Prestige Marketing, LLC. Visit them online at prestigemarketingllc.com.
10: What's up, guys? This is Tori down at Harley-Davidson of Waco. With gas prices booming, you deserve to get your knees in the breeze and save some cash. With record-breaking numbers the past few months to make waves, we need your help to keep up this momentum. Whether it's purchasing your very first Harley-Davidson motorcycle or getting rid of your third old bike in the garage, we would love to have your business. Be cautious of the heat outside, but take advantage of the heat inside with these smoking hot deals, y'all. Trade it in, take it home, or turn it over. This is only the beginning at Harley-Davidson of Waco, or you'll never ride alone.
0: Now back to the Alan Samuel Studios.
1: It's eight forty eight. This is game time here on ESPN Central Texas Sunday afternoon, right here on ESPN Central Texas. It's the Cowboys and the Green Bay Packers. Kyle Yeoman from the Cowboy broadcast team joins us. Kyle, are you are you a little are you a little emotional with the the return of Mike McCarthy to to Lambeau Field? I mean, are you, are you a little you? A little, uh, I don't know, teary eyed maybe. <laughs>
3: Uh not particularly uh i don't I don't think I have as much of a, a personal connection as as Mike does. I know it is an emotional week, though, and you can kind of feel that I mean there's an anticipation for this game that wouldn't normally be there with a six and two team and a three and six team uh, that's the thing you take the the names and you take the the stadium all away from it, you say, okay, one team is sixty two one is three and six. This should just be a blowout check the box and let's move on. That's not necessarily the case. I mean, of course, Aaron Rodgers and company, that plays a factor into it. Lambeau plays a factor into it. But more importantly, it is. I think it is an emotional return for Mike McCarthy. I just, I'm not on that list. That's just not me at this point. Uh, I'm not, I'm not there yet, but I think it will be a fun storyline to talk about for sure.
6: Kyle, how healthy are the Cowboys and do they need to be a hundred percent in Lambeau?
3: I hate the fact that I'm about to say this because I, I don't have any wood to knock on at the moment, but they are healthy. They they, they feel healthy at the moment. The Cowboys do. Zeke uh, coming back, uh, Ezekiel Elliott should be able to go this week. Dalton Schultz has another week to kind of rest up on a knee that's been nagging on him all season long. Uh, the offensive line, of course, gets a, a week of rest. Everybody really does just because, of course, the bye week being here and it, it came at a really good time because Uh, J. Ron curse left the game and and had a bit of an injury. Anthony Barr had an injury. He seems like he's good to go. Uh, There's just so many little nagging things as there is in the middle of an NFL regular season. Nobody is healthy. It's the old cliche that nobody's healthy after week one. Uh, It's just whether or not you can play through it or not. Uh, And, and that's where the Cowboys are. And the fact that they got the bye week when they did certainly was a welcome sight.
1: Were you a little surprised this week that there was so much player and management talk about Odell Beckham, Jr.?
3: You know, honestly, I, I was. Uh, because that's, that's one of the big things about these free agents that are, that are out here and that are available. Almost every big-name free agent at some point throughout their free agency is rumored to go to the Cowboys. It happens year in, year out. It's a tale as old as time, and it'll continue for the rest of the time. Uh, as long as the Cowboys are relevant, a big-name free agent will be rumored to go to the Cowboys. But this one has legs. Uh, I really believe that because if you, if you don't hear it from the front office, which is talking about it, you would hear it from the players, which are talking about it. And, of course, the fans are always talking about it. So I think, I think this one does have a little bit of legs. This is something that the, the Cowboys have talked about all year long is potentially adding talent to that wide receiver room. So if they don't do it with OBJ, where else are they going to do it? Where are they going to get some guys back? Maybe James Washington can can be in that conversation, but even he doesn't necessarily move the needle as much as a guy like OBJ would potentially do so if they were to go out and sign him for the right price.
1: Well, you just said it. So if they don't get it done, is it perceived as a negative with this franchise?
3: Uh, I don't think it's a negative, but it certainly is a way that they could improve their team. Because you look at OBJ, he's not 2013 Odell Beckham Jr. This isn't a guy that's going to be making those flashy one-handed catches. This is not a guy that's going to be putting up pro bowl or all pro numbers. Instead, this is a 30-year-old wide receiver that's coming off of two ACL tears. uh, and, And one, of course, most recently in the Super Bowl. So, He's going to take some time. He's going to have to learn a completely new system. It's not an immediate turnover the way that I think you would want it to be. Uh, it would end up instead being one of those matchups that uh, that you could groom as you get along and you get further down the road, and he could be a depth piece. He's not going to be your number one. He would be a number two, a number three guy in your rotation. And I think that's exactly what they need right now. They've got C.D. Lamb that they want to step up. They need him to step up to get into that number one category. And if he doesn't, then that's a disappointment on Lamb. This is a disappointment on the offense and not utilizing him the right way or him just not moving moving the needle to where he needs to be. But they, they don't need to go out and get a number one. They need a guy to supplement the production of the guys underneath.
6: So, Kyle, the way that this team is constructed at this moment, can they get to the championship game? I think
3: they can, and, and it's really interesting because I don't, I don't think that's a, a heralding of the roster. I think it's an a indication on how wide open the NFC is. I, I think this is a, a team that, at the moment, has the pieces to make a run because nobody else really has the pieces either. I mean, anytime you have an elite defense and a quarterback, you're going to have a chance to make a run, and, and the Cowboys have both of those things, and they have them uh, at the at the top end of the league. I mean, Dak Prescott is a, is a top-ten quarterback. Your defense is a top five, if not better, defense. You have every piece that it takes to be a contender, and you—they've shown that even without your starting quarterback, you found a way to go four and one. You're six and two heading into the bye week, and if you get a win this week, you're seven and two. You're smack dab in the middle of the NFC NFC East race, and if you win the division there's a good chance that you're going to be the number one seed. I mean, there's not going to be really in between. It's either number one or number five for the Cowboys because of how good the Eagles have been. But even if you are that number five seed, I would take them over Seattle or Tampa Bay right now, or all these other teams that are winning their divisions outside of maybe the Eagles on the road. But I highly doubt that that would even be a matchup uh, possible because the Eagles would of course be, the number one seed. So I, I really do like their chances just based on wide how wide open the conference is to maybe make a run at this thing.
1: All right. Uh, I, I heard a debate this morning while I was getting ready to go on the air and it was about NFL quarterbacks. And I mean, it was a, it was kind of a knockdown drag out between the, the radio host. I want to ask the question to you, but I'm going to ask it a little differently. Uh, mm-hmm. If you had one game to win in the NFL, you had to have one game. I mean, maybe to qualify for the playoffs or win the Super Bowl. You had one game to win in the NFL. Give me the top three quarterbacks that you would want quarterback in your football team today.
3: Patrick Mahomes, Josh Allen. Oh, that third one's tough. That third, uh, those two are on a, on a level of their own right now, right at this very moment. I, I was tempted. To maybe say Tom Brady prior to the season, but I, I think we're seeing right now that that's not necessarily a foregone conclusion. The third name on, or the fourth name on that list would have probably been Aaron Rodgers. Same, same deal. Probably not a foregone conclusion. Uh, oh man, that is tough.
4: Well, well, have
1: you thought about where Dak Prescott would fit in in that equation? I got one game. He would he be yeah. in your top ten?
3: He, oh, absolutely. I, I was about to say, I don't think he'd be that far off because then you're getting into guys like like Lamar Jackson and uh, Kyler Murray, Dak Prescott. I, I would put Dak above Kyler Murray. I, I just, I'm trying to think of, of I'm, I feel like I'm forgetting a name here. I really do. It's, it, but that also, it goes back to, to what you believe what about in Joe the, Burrow? and how things are wide open. Joe, Joe Burrow, no, I mean. Joe, those guys are neck and neck, man. The, he's even had some – he's going to give away a game uh, every once in a while, and he has this year. I mean, go back to the game against the Steelers. They they did everything they could to lose that football game early in the campaign. I, you could say the same thing about Dak, though. I mean, you know, he didn't play well against Tampa Bay, so um, that could certainly be the case. It, it's just one of those things that when you have so many wide-open quarterback – Controversy or not even controversies, but quarterbacks playing on bad teams right now—that's that's a huge conversation to move move forward. But I don't think Dak's too far off of that list.
1: Yes or no? Cowboys win in Green Bay Sunday.
3: Absolutely, yes. Cowboys get the win.
1: All right, hey, hey Kyle, we appreciate your time. Hey, where where can we find you uh, this weekend?
3: Yeah, so pregame and postgame on, on Valley Sports Southwest uh, throughout the, the Southwest United States. I know all, all, all of you in, in Central Texas, you can catch it on Fox 44 down there as well. And then uh, DallasCowboys.com for all of our uh, all of our coverage throughout the week.
1: As always, Kyle, thanks. We appreciate your time.
3: Thanks, guys. Appreciate you having me.
1: Talk to you soon. That is uh, Kyle Yeomans from the Dallas Cowboys. All right, th- we got to get out of here running late. Uh, Ward, have fun in Temple. Ryan, have fun in Austin, and I am headed to Brownsboro, Texas, and we'll talk to you tonight. All across the family of radio stations with high school football, and we're back Saturday morning at uh, a Saturday a sun, a Monday morning at seven a.m. You'll be okay, <laughs> yeah, easy. Uh, Monday morning, seven a.m. Right here on ESPN Central Texas.